hey, hey, can I tell you something? Hey, can I tell you something? And it's a podcast about children and how they say they're just the darndest things sometimes, but sometimes they're challenging and we're here to help, but we're not experts, are we? No. (laughs) Not experts. Uh, Yeah, it's a podcast about different situations you might find yourself in if you are a parent or a teacher or a nanny or somebody who... Step parents, step parents, dating someone with a kid. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to kidnap, and if and it might turn into you raising a child, even though you just thought you were just taking the kid away from its family. We don't want you to kidnap anyone, yeah, though. But if you do, it. then you might need to learn how to talk to a child. Maybe, maybe so. Um, um, so. We um, have been teaching <laughs> for, I don't know. A long time. I mean. Kind of. Kind of a long time. I feel like it's my whole life. Yeah. Um, yeah. We are two people who met um, while teaching a few years ago and became mm-hmm. friends. And now, and we've been talking about, talking about kids Should forever. we talk about how we became friends? Yeah. It's a little embarrassing. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Liza was dating my arch nemesis, sis, ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and so we had to get to go chat about it. And it was well first, at first well, sight. But first, we were working in this school that was like the one of those hippy-dippy schools. Um, so they hired people that uh, are like us. And um, I thought Zoe was cool and I found her on Instagram and I was like, hey, what's up? How's it going? And she uh, didn't she ignored me. I didn't see the message. Yeah. And then uh, finally was like, oh, my God, you're cool, too. And then we went and hung out and talked about boys and people we don't like. And then we're like, all right, cool. We're friends. I think I we drank too much and I peed on the sidewalk. Yeah, on the sidewalk. And I I didn't have to pee in the moment, but I stood in solidarity with that choice. Um, but anyways, I'm Liza. This is Zoe. I'm Zoe. Um, I, and I guess I'll talk about like this, my background. Your background? Yeah. And how we got here or how I, I, born. how I personally got here. And then we'll talk about you, how you, how got, you here. got born. No. All right. Um, I am originally from Texas. I've been, but I've been in New Orleans for like 10 years now. Um, I graduated from Loyola. With a you know sociology degree, so I can do whatever I want, basically. Um, I was in and out of like working in education and then working in a restaurant, you know, service industry and doing all that young uh, stuff, like the young jobs. And then I got hired at a preschool that you know really changed my life in a lot of different ways. Um, made me realize how much I like early childhood education. Um, and then the pandemic hit and I thought that I, I didn't know what I was wanting to do with my life. I didn't see any upward mobility in the school that I was working at at the time. Um, so I was like, you know, I'm going to go to nursing school. And then as I was getting, doing all the prereqs for nursing school, I was like, I fucking hate this. I cannot imagine you as a nurse. (laughs) What if you came into the room when I was like dying, but I didn't know you, but I would be like, what's up? Uh, what? I'd rather not. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, I, my mom and I actually put it together that, like, I don't do well with 
working under someone. I have a really hard time with authority mm. and it just doesn't work. My boyfriend is the same way. <laughs> yeah. And I, and so she was like, my mom was like, I don't even think you could be a nurse. And then like, so it just happened that, um, my old boss is somebody who like really believed in me, which is really nice. And she was, owns a preschool in new Orleans. Um, and she was like, I'm looking to sell this and get the fuck out of education. Do you want to like, you know, do that? You want to buy my school and become the director and run it? And I was like, I guess my whole life's going to change now. And yeah. within like all these, these few years of like working in early childhood education and, um, you know, Zoe and I became friends and Zoe moved away for a while, but we were always talking about, you know, having this podcast. So yeah. here we are. And this, this is, uh, this just came along. Yeah. Right on time. Yeah. Weirdly yeah. right on time. Um, so yeah, I, um, I guess I could talk about myself. Mm -hmm. Do I talk about myself mm -hmm. now? Uh, I, I was born in Monroe, Louisiana. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, my mom is a teacher. I graduated from Portland State University after going to lots of many colleges. I just wanted to take a little sample here and there and eventually ended up in um, Portland where I graduated with a degree in English because I was going to teach high school students. But then once I started teaching uh, like early childhood, I realized that's a lot more fun. And, um, yeah, I was planning on going into public education. I was going to teach at a public kindergarten, follow my mother's footsteps, even though she is desperately trying to get out. Um, but, uh, Liza texted me one day and asked me if I wanted to come teach at the school. And I also thought my whole life was going to change a little bit. So I did. my whole path of what I thought. And mm -hmm. here we are. Yeah. Um, and, um, we have like the world's greatest children at our school, I think. Yeah. I'm in love with all of them. Yeah. And I mean, they're pain in the ass, but they're great. And mm -hmm. I feel like they've given us a lot of material to be here today. Like we both have a lot of, while she was up in Portland, she was working in a Montessori school. Um, and I was still working in a preschool. And so I, we, mm -hmm. you know, we have all these stories and we've also been put in a lot of positions of like how to talk to kids and, how to teach children how to talk to one another. Like our, basically our job is just to teach these tiny humans how to coexist. Yeah. With other people in the, in the world. Yeah. And the, the school I worked at in Portland was like very hardcore Montessori. And it was, it was pretty bizarre. And I learned that I don't want to, I don't want to stay with that, uh, the, the no diapers was the main issue. Yeah, real Montessori is a, is a lot. And if you don't know about it, you guys should all go it's read like about it. basically put the kids to work, which is cool. But when the kid is crying and screaming because they don't want to do the dishes and you're in the classroom and you're saying, no, you got to go do the dishes. That doesn't feel right because you're like, you're two. You should be having fun. Mm hmm. And not being yelled at to go do the dishes. I think what's uh, kind of interesting about how we got to the where we are right now, because we both um, have a lot of big opinions on like how like what we think is best for children to learn, like with a mixture of like play and lessons and just like having their own autonomy over 
how they go about the day. Um, I think it comes from like you working in such a strict Montessori school. And I spent so much time in a mm-hmm. school that was like very play based. Mm-hmm. And so to like mix those two and not be so one or the other. Yeah. Cause that just, it, it I, doesn't work for two and three year olds. In our opinion, again, yeah, we didn't, we uh, go Maria Montessori and everything, but we just think it can be toned down. And I this is just our opinions. That the kids, if they aren't potty trained, they should wear diapers at school. That's just my opinion. They shouldn't have to be forced to wear underwear and poop in their underwear at school. That's disgusting. Yeah. And then you just see the back of their underwear. It looks like a little tail. Just a little poop. And you have to be like, all right, let's go. Let's uh, change that up. Um, so yeah. um, we want to talk about like different topics on each episode. Like kids and food is a big one because we're both uh, weirdly obsessed with food. Mm-hmm. And like kids and death is an interesting one. I Yeah, we about. come about that a lot. Like our kids yeah. will play outside often and we'll be and they'll be like laying on the ground. And I'm going to be like, hey, what are you doing? And they're like. I'm dead. I'm dead. Or they're always like, let's snack time play dead time. at snack dead. time. And it's, they really seem to be playing with the idea of like what death is and like mm-hmm. what it means. And yeah. Um, yeah. So that'll be, we'll probably yeah. talk about that a couple of times. And I nannied a, a kid over quarantine whose, whose dad died during that. And so that was like a big, like our first uh, time dealing with a kid who's lost a parent, which was pretty crazy. But we'll save that for another episode. Yeah. So, so other topics we talk be, about, you know, like, you know, they talk about penis and vaginas all the time. Mm-hmm. And pee-pee potty. Go on the pee-pee potty. Yeah. Um, how they're, like, so in love with their parents. And no one else exists. <laughs> <laughs> mommy, daddy, mommy, daddy, mommy, daddy. Yeah, we do have this one little kid who, like, you'll just go. She's still learning to talk and you'll go up to her and she's really dependent. She's like doing something very seriously. And you're like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, mommy, daddy. I'm like, all right, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, there's like a plethora of topics. And we also like would hope that people would like write in with questions and maybe eventually we'll get some people in the education system to come and talk about different things. Um, So I know a lot of different people who I think we could, who would want to come talk. Um, Yeah, we are... um, like she, like Zoe was saying earlier, we super interested in uh, kids and food. I think it teaches them how to deal with uh, sensory. Um, a lot of kids are really sensory oriented. Yeah, I guess it's the word. Um, and we now, uh, I now cook for all the kids at the school every day. And so we're dealing a lot with that and seeing how um, when it comes to them trying new things, they also have to learn how to emotionally regulate themselves, which is really tough. Um, and we're seeing peer pressure work in a really positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, stuff yeah. like that. And, it, and it's also like uh, working with kids and being with such a large group of kids all day, like really affects your, your like everyday thoughts and feelings and, the way you go about the world, like, like how we are in our relationships. Yeah. We're both in relationships and they both are, both of our partners are really wonderful, but they both have to deal with us coming home with no patience left in our body. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You I better get- answer the question <laughs> that I'm asking you and you need to look me in my eyes. And also like, <laughs> don't touch me. But like, if you don't, I might, I, but I, 
Just, I'm gonna get just real- a light touch. Yeah. <laughs> My neediness has gone yeah. way up, but in a way that I don't. But also I want to be alone, mm-hmm. which is confusing. Yeah. I'm also like learning a lot. Like I think think a lot about emotional regulation in kids. So then I'm thinking about emotional regulation myself. Like I was on the verge of like a panic attack last night for no reason, you know, and um, I decided to go eat some chips and then I was eating the chips, realizing that I was emotionally regulating myself with the chips. And then I was like, all right, I got to stop that. But there's like, you notice those things get built. Like those are the blocks that get built when they're kids is like, Food equals comfort or like Uh TV equals comfort or, you know, stuff like that. If I don't even know if this is allowed, but if you let your child watch Paw Patrol, it ruins our lives. Yeah. Because they don't, it's zapped. It has zapped their imagination. Like I am always like we constantly are like. They love telling stories with each other. And then we're like, all right, it's your turn to tell a story. Um, and they're like, oh, then let me list all of the characters from Paw Patrol and just tell a Paw Patrol episode. And but why is it that? Like, was there always something like, like, I mean, I know you didn't grow up with a lot of TV because we could also talk about the way we grew up because that kind of like falls into things. But you, you grew up not watching a lot of TV. I watched, so I was raised by the television. Yeah. And so I, I wonder if I was that way about like, I mean, I know like Barney was big when I was a my kid. Mom wouldn't, my mom didn't fuck with Barney. Yeah, no, I, I watched, I she watched some a, Barney. She's I a mean, Barney SpongeBob her. eventually yeah, was a big deal. Yeah. But I mean, but the, the, the Paw Patrol issue is that they, I guess they're learning about jail. I need to watch an episode because the kids are talking about jail all the time they're talking about putting people in jail they're putting talking about cops and i'm like this is not it's going against that 2020 way of raising children it seems like but but i don't know i mean i don't know we need to watch an episode maybe we should watch an episode with our fans (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so i don't really know what to think about it but that's all they want to play they're like little tie one of the the names of the people. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, as a kid, I didn't really, I didn't watch TV. The, well, the rules were um, on the weekend when the sun was down. No TV when the sun is up. My mom still gives me shit about that. Sometimes I'll call her and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just watching some TV. She's like, the sun's up. But I'm like, I'm I'm fine. I, I will admit I do sometimes, like, it's weird if I'm watching TV when the sun is up. I feel like Guilty. a weird guilt about yeah. it. And then I want to just close off my windows and make it like dark inside, but turn lamps on. Yeah. But that's like a. I watched a ton of PBS. So I was a PBS kid. So it was like you watch like Zaboomafu. Zaboomafu came to my My dad likes Zaboomafu. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. They came to my hometown zoo and I had like met them or something. Those two guys. Yeah. Zaboomafu, Clifford, which Mm -hmm. I'm glad to see the kids still like Clifford. But I never like. Remember Caillou? Yeah. I remember I watched Caillou a little bit too old and my brother was really mad at me one day and he was like, I'm going to tell everyone you know that you watch Caillou. No. No, I was, I watched Rugrats constantly. I always wanted to. That was my, like, if I was in trouble, I wouldn't be allowed to watch Rugrats. And then like when I would ask how much longer on a road trip, it would be like one Rugrats, two Rugrats, like increments of Rugrats. Yeah. I just don't think, we never really based, um, our play life after characters uh, but maybe yeah. we did i mean the I, uh, disney yeah, princesses are huge though yeah so and, I mean, you know, and i try and I, I even try and talk about disney more often than paw patrol and they're just like nah 
Yeah, it just must be what they like universally like every one of them watches because it it's like I guess gender neutral in a way because it seems that like equally the like both kids really like it. Yeah. And uh, that's, I mean, that's another topic is gender. And, and we'll children. talk about gender so much because yeah. you see, what's interesting is that because we work for two to five year olds and three year olds, really, it's like when you start seeing them play with the idea of gender and mm-hmm. like get comfortable with being allowed to like things outside of their own like, yeah. assigned gender. But for the most part, it is interesting that from my what from what i've seen a lot of times it is it becomes very gendered like the girls play with each other and do quote unquote girl things and like the boys are playing yeah, naturally and like yeah, you yeah. don't push them at, at all yeah. but they do and yeah what and part of that is nature versus nature is interesting. yeah um it is weird that like you'll see the girls play you'll see them all play together for a long time and then they'll part like they'll separate and the girls will be with the girls and the boys will be with the boys and you see like the boys then turn their mm-hmm. game into a dinosaur game and then the girls are like under our play structure playing mommy and baby yeah um and i don't think that that's because anybody's pushing any kind of agenda onto any of them not even at home not with the yeah. families that we have but there's also talk of like subconsciously that you are and like yeah. their media and yeah stuff like that but i mean that we can't change that it's fine again we only but, know things from our experience it's also just important to just tell them that it's fine if they like the other thing or whatever you know yeah yeah, yeah. like uh I mean, one kid who he was like um long hairs for girls uh-huh. yeah so other topics okay so we got food and like death gender body i'm parts. not gonna say sexuality but in a way that we do out. yeah we do see fights yeah how to, well and also just like how to yeah how to t- get them to talk through fights mm-hmm. uh well i think we should we'll talk we've been dealing a lot and this will just even be a work in progress as if we like do this podcast mm-hmm. and just like you'll hear us just talking through what we're dealing with at work because like we're dealing with a lot of lying <sighs> and it's weird to like talk to a three-year-old and be like you're lying to me mm-hmm because they don't know what that means. Yeah, and then and it's it, like I, you're not telling the truth. And then like, yeah, they still don't know what that means. And then like they, I almost feel mean for saying that they're lying because it sounds like a mean word and which is also mm-hmm. really confusing and hard for me. Yeah. Um, but, but it's, it's happening all the time yeah, and they're just, really I'll see them do one thing and then they lie to me about what they just did. And it's, it can't happen. Well, you don't see them do something, but you know they're lying. Mm-hmm. That's the worst because I don't want to like gaslight these children. But I'm also like, I know that you painted on the floor in here, even though I didn't see you do it, but you're in here with the paintbrush in your hand and there's mm-hmm. paint on the floor. And, you know? They, yeah. And I, I wonder sometimes if it's about how we address them. Because I'm like, maybe they're just, I'm like, do, do I scare you too much a little bit? Nervous? Yeah. You nervous? <laughs> Hands sweaty? Um, and then we also just have a bunch of really funny stories about children. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to think of some that are like kind of general. Oh, uh, we also like, well, I think we should also just talk often about how annoying kids mm-hmm. are in general because, um, as much as I love them, they're the most annoying people I've ever met. Yeah. 
like so like there's we've got like the whiners who mm-hmm. every time they make a certain face it's like oh, here we go here we we're go. getting ready here they come here they come you see you see him just running across the 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 playground just like getting ready to to right, the, the main issue that we're dealing with on playgrounds is somebody tells me I can't be something like <laughs> like one kid was being a heart playing I'm a heart I don't know and then because everybody's like what what does that mean exactly so and then she's running up to us telling us crying that so and so told her she can't be a heart and it's hard because this like you have a kid like that who's like trying really really trying to like play with other kids but she's also annoying the shit out of the other kids yeah. because her game doesn't make any sense and they're all yeah. trying to be inclusive i see that they're like all right like i'm gonna hear you out how do i be a heart or like all right like what is <laughs> no, this game uh, gonna do one kid was like he talks with his hands a lot and he was like a heart <laughs> like in your body and she's yeah. like a heart a heart a heart because a heart, cause, heart. Uh, heart. And then they were like, no, I don't really want to do that. And then she comes screaming up to us like, I I can't be a heart. It's like, you can, you can. So it's like really having to compute all of these different factors into this. Like you don't want to, you don't want to like fuck them up in some way. Like you don't want to like say something that just like carries on into their adulthood. So you have to like carefully think about what you're going to say. But for the most time, most part. I just like it's impulse and I might say things that I hope don't. I mean, I don't know. I just like there are times I have like no patience. Yeah, I think what I I do believe in like just being really honest with kids, too, because like we're going to fuck up all the time. And if I lose patience or if I'm short with them in a way. I think it's always important, like I can always like go back to them and be like, hey, I'm sorry I did that. I was feeling this way. And they like kids will they'll hear you yeah they're they're listening ears yeah they're little listening ears um and oh we've been dealing with a lot of bullying we'll talk about that Mm -hmm. too and that's another one that we're just like in the process of figuring out um yeah because i didn't i i've been seeing more bullying here than i saw at my last school but i also was working with a little bit younger Kids in yeah. last school. No, yeah, this age group, they just, they, they start. That was when I first, I mean, this age is when I first remember kids being mean to me. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. But what is, the, okay, so what is your favorite moment that you've had while teaching? Just in general? Yeah. Well, um, I worked with infants forever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um, sometimes, you know, I had them for so many hours a day. That I would see their first. So when it comes to like my experiences with that is like I saw kids like take their first steps or say their first sentence or like try their first food and stuff like that. And that was or I mean, yeah, I feel like I'll, I think about that all the time. Mm-hmm. But then ever since like coming to our this, the you know, having this school. um, There was a moment the other day when a parent dropped off their kid and they were like he was just talking about mm-hmm. wanting to come to school and he couldn't wait to get to school and this is a kid that's like had a few meltdowns at drop off which is always like disheartening to us even though it's not personal yeah um and so hearing him just be like i cannot wait to go was that's i've been thinking about that a lot lately yeah that's cool mm-hmm. oh, yeah i'm sorry like this yeah. this is 
my first year working with kids of this age that I'm sort of teaching the letters and things to. So like seeing them get that and like starting to learn more with their letters and stuff is really nice. Um, but yeah, any, anytime they like draw me a little picture and their parents give it to me, I don't know, just little things like that. We don't really have uh, like a set topic for today. Yeah. Uh, more of just like kind of explaining where we're coming from. Um, as much experience as we have, we're also dealing with this day to day. Yeah. Um, people are just screaming about burgers outside. <laughs> the burger place is trash, by the way. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Though. Oh. It's trash. Um, Don't talk about, um, I mean, we see the kids and parents uh, outside of school a lot. Which yeah, we've had to, yeah, we, and the school, sometimes. the school we're in is in a neighborhood where Zoe lives and I spend all my time because I basically live at that school and Mike, my family lives in that neighborhood. So it's, it's a very tight knit community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've had to also get used to separating ourselves and like being fine with being actual adults like yeah. people with real like social personal lives while also like coexisting with all of the families because all of the families live in the neighborhood yeah uh like i had my hair in pigtail buns today and had to run into like two families and i was like yeah this is gonna happen sometimes and that's fine um. we also have this fun idea that we've talked about forever and this is really like when we were just uh in our early 20s and staying out way too late and we would get drunk and watch drunk people be drunk mm-hmm. and then go to work and watch two and three year olds be two, two and three, three year olds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, had, we came up with this idea that was um, you can tell a story and somebody has to guess whether the story is about a drunk adult or a toddler. So we're going to do that every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if anyone ever listens to this. Maybe they can, you know, vote on which, what they, who it is. Okay. I, about my own personal life, I, uh, live with my boyfriend. Um, we have a puppy and two cats, which is insane. Um, he's a comedian. Everybody should go listen to him. It's cute. Yeah, yeah, you're a funny guy. Um, he gave us these drinks today. They're from Happy Raptor. Everybody go drink there. It's a really wonderful place. Hashtag, right? Hashtag, Happy right. Raptor. 504 Room. Yeah. Also, shout out to another bar right now for letting us be here. <laughs> uh, I, I also live with my boyfriend who... Uh, can be he can be a little baby two year old too sometimes, and uh, but he cooks all my meals so I don't have to do that. And Liza cooks all my lunches, <laughs> so almost never, all my lunches. So he doesn't have to touch a thing when yeah. it comes to food. Yeah. So if I'm not eating Liza's food or my boyfriend's food, then I you can catch me eating at Barracuda. <laughs> Which is, or a large amount of hummus and fish. Uh, hummus and fish. Canned yeah. fish. Canned, canned yeah, yeah. fish. Most of our, a lot of our conversations will probably end in just like talking about food. And like mm-hmm. we, often when we catch up, the way we catch up is uh, asking what we've eaten over the weekend. Oh, well, something that's very frustrating about, it's frustrating about kids is I, we both want to know really like every <laughs> single thing they've eaten in a day. And we try to ask them like, 
What'd you have for dinner last night? And they'll either strawberries and blueberries yeah. or they'll say, I don't know. And I'm just like, think. And then we, we spend too much time being like, think, <laughs> what did you eat before it. bed? <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, also, that one day I was like, let's talk about tacos mm-hmm. and asking. I went, I had each kid come up to me individually and was like, what do you like in your taco? Oh, yeah. And they yeah. all get me like strawberries. <laughs> It just pisses us off. I'm just like, no, you don't no. understand. What do you God. eat in a taco? They're like, blueberries. So I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. And then and then finally somebody was like, spicy. And I was like, great. That's the best answer I'm ever going to get. And I love it. Yeah. Uh, no, there was that one day when we were, <laughs> it rained outside. So we had to run inside, but we didn't want to like let them play or whatever. We were just trying to talk to them and we try to make, like, just make conversation, you know, let's just hang out. Yeah. And so we said, what is your favorite smell? And well, we were having pizza that day and that was a big topic was the pizza. So they were like pizza. They were like cheese. They were like pepperoni. And we're like, okay, not pizza or food related. And then like the smell. Yeah. And then that one kid goes, I know ham. <laughs> um, excuse me, that's also pizza related. Have you never had a Canadian and then, well, and then bacon we had pizza? A, we had, and then we had another kid that was like, Well, my mommy smells like shower. <laughs> she says it a lot, too. Yeah, I'm like, she Your mommy smells, smells great. Yeah, I got in I got into bed uh this morning after walking my dog and I smelled so bad. And uh I asked my boyfriend if he'd rather I just continue to smell bad or go take a shower and smell like shower. What did he say? He said, I guess smell like shower. Sometimes sometimes my boyfriend smells really bad. And I'm like, You wanna you wanna take a shower? And he's like, No. And I'm like, All mm. right, we're gonna sit in this. Mm. I I love to smell like shower and get back into bed and smell like shower. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's right. Um, so what, I mean, we should tell a drunk adult or toddler story, but I kind of have one. I was thinking okay. about, I kind of have one. Let's see how we can put this. We'll, we'll have this more like set out for other ones, but, mm-hmm. um, there is a person mm-hmm. that's like Just walking, uh, a human like person off the sidewalk, mm-hmm. right? Like where there's dirt and like bushes mm-hmm. and the person like kind of loses their footing. Mm-hmm. And like holds onto the fence behind them, but that doesn't work. And then they do this like whole flip over like this big bush mm-hmm. and just end up on their back. And they're just like, and they get up and they're like, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm sort all right. of like a Luann, like sort of like a Countess Luann. Uh, shout out to Real Housewives of New York City sort of situation. I know you don't get the reference, but maybe someone will. Somebody will. Others do. But yeah, just laying there, yeah, get up and they're like, I'm all right. I'm all right. And oh no! I, okay, wait. I don't guess. I you don't can, know. I guess. And then if anybody wants to listen to this, they can also yeah. So my 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 family will listen probably. And we love our family. We love. They love mommy, daddy. daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with adult. All right. I'll let you know. All right. Oh, I, we and then let's just go over real quick um, that this podcast is called Hey, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. Um. And this is based off of one of our uh, sweet, sweet kids who mm. every time he comes up to us, he runs up and he's like, hey, can I tell you something? Can like I tell you something? I gotta an, tell you something. like a dying need. But he does it to his friends, too. And yeah. it's just constant. And it's just the sweetest thing. And mm. then it's always like, the yeah, sure, thing. sure. You can tell me something. And he's like, 
Because he's like, well, the dragons, yeah. they live yeah, in the river. In the river. <laughs> or underneath the levee. Somewhere. Uh, we got some real New Orleans kids here, but it's so funny because we have real Algiers Point kids here. So they don't mm-hmm. know about the streetcar, but they know about the ferry. Yeah. So hey, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. We'll have a topic every week and just give like it, our experiences and advice on how to deal mm-hmm. with those situations. And uh, I, I'm hoping that we'll have some questions come through and we'll work on that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I have like, I'm already thinking of like so many stories that fall into each topic. Um, yeah, it'll really be just about us telling stories of certain situations and how we dealt with them. Mm-hmm. And then maybe it'll be helpful to somebody or maybe people will just want to listen to it. Yeah. Those were funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's it. I, my name is Liza. My name is Zoe. You can follow me at UG, U-G-H underscore dealer on Instagram and Twitter. Actually, that's not my Twitter handle, but just follow me on Instagram. <laughs> mine, mine is just my name. Liza Drennan. I should change that probably. Twitter handle is. I don't have a Twitter. No, my Twitter handle oh. is me and my mustard. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>